Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Seed. I'm a big, big fan. We've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. We've also talked about habit stacking. It's this idea that you can build a major habit by thinking small enough to get started. And just think of this, like keeping a glass of water and your DSO-1 daily symbiotic on your bedside table so that you remember to take that symbiotic first thing in the morning every day. It is as simple as those little things that we do to set ourselves up to make decisions that we want to do anyways. One of the ways that I have it stack is that when I'm making my son Oliver's breakfast and my cutting boards are already dirty and my kitchen is already kind of a mess, I will also try and cut and wash some things that I can use for later. So I'm doing one thing that ultimately helps out a couple other things down the line. One of the really easy ways that I make sure that I take my probiotic every single day is that skincare and especially my nighttime routine is a non-negotiable for me. So I know that no matter what, I'm going to do the full skincare. I'm going to put on my moisturizer. So I decided to keep seed in my medicine cabinet right next to the moisturizer so that after I put on everything and I'm all glazed up, I take my probiotic. Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. And in terms of skin health, it has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin access. Start with a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Today we have Ryan Woodbury, who is a friend of mine. She's also an amazing founder. She is the co-founder of Needed, which is a supplement brand specifically for pregnancy, prenatal, all things like motherhood. I'll let her talk more about it, but she is someone I really trust. And I wanted her to come on today because I think 
the whole supplement industry has us feeling like it is the wild, wild west. We don't know who to trust. We don't know what we should be looking for and what we shouldn't be looking for in different products. And I'm I'm just really excited because I think that she's going to be someone who can just like drop a lot of knowledge and make us feel better about the products that we're choosing. So thank you so much for being here. Ah, oh, thank Kara. Thank you for having me. You know, I've been a fan of yours for a long time and I'm so excited to love the podcast and I'm so excited to be here. Mm, thank you so much. So let's start out. I, you know, I think that for you, you are someone who is just like exactly who you say you are. You are someone I've described you very affectionately as like a Stanford nerd in terms of like the way you source your product. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about sourcing and how important that is and that, you know, what we should be looking for and and what we should be like asking for in our products, basically, in terms of sourcing. Yes, that's a big question. Well, I appreciate the the nod to the Stanford nerds. A lot of it's probably true. I'm a little bit wacky in certain ways, but it is an advantage when you're formulating products. That's Um, (laughs) that's exactly what I want as a friend and as a product formulator. Totally. So the supplements industry, you can definitely think about it as the wild, wild west, as you described before. And I think more consumer awareness of transparency and how do we understand what's going on in a more detailed way is important as there is a lot of funky stuff funky in a negative way happening in the industry. And I think the way that we really think about sourcing at Needed, so we design supplements, as you mentioned, but we really design them from the ground up. Yep. The standard in the industry is to white label. Yeah. So you don't get full formulation details. You don't know every single ingredient that's going into the product. You almost just get the finished good and whatever C of A certificate of information they want to share with you. Will you go into that a little bit more? Because I think that people might not know what that is. Like people literally just slapping on a label to a product that's pre-existing. Exactly. So they basically buy a finished product or you buy a bunch of different miscellaneous finished products that they pick and pack together into a little sachet so you can get six or seven different pills in one place. Yeah. Generally, most companies aren't designing those underlying pills themselves. They're buying something that's already readily available. And in some cases, there can be good products that are already made. But in many, it's missing transparency or we've had issues around just stepping back a bit, the saddest quo in the supplements industry, especially at the perinatal life stage, is to dose around the RDAs, Mm -hmm. which is a government standard to avoid a disease condition, which is a very different philosophy versus how do you support your body optimally in order to thrive. And we really want to shift mindset of we want you all to thrive and view that from a sourcing perspective includes having the right nutrients in the right forms. So this gets complicated as it gets into a lot of biochemistry of like, there's a big difference for vitamin B12, for example, between cyanocobalamin and methylcobalamin. Cyanocobalamin is a man-made synthetic form of B12, very common in the supplements industry, but it's attached to a cyanide molecule. So why do you want to be taking that as your source of B12 day in and day out? But it's the cheapest, and most consumers don't know that chemical form, so you wouldn't know to say yes or no. So mm. what nutrients are included or not? So making sure you have the right things, you have them in the right form, and you have them in the right dose. And it is really hard to 
dictate all of those things unless you are sort of digging deep. And then, of course, the last part, number four, is just making sure other things that you don't want are in the products. And the industry plays a lot of games with that. A few examples that are helpful to know is one, flavor systems. Mm, Tell us. I would say flavor systems are very similar to the perfume industry, which more folks are aware of, that they kind of hide yucky ingredients with proprietary blends. And a lot of that is a signal for we don't want to tell you what's actually in the formula. So we really like make sure we vet our flavor suppliers because flavor is important. Products need to taste good for people in order to take them. But you want to make sure they're sourced from real ingredients like actual vanilla for vanilla, not some chemically manufactured artificial vanilla. There's a lot of craziness that happens there. And the second is, and actually what's probably most shocking, another example is a lot of the trickiness is in food sourced Mm. vitamins. So it needed, we actually source, which is kind of crazy, and especially as an environmental science major myself, a lot of the ingredients that we source and our products are what we called are mindfully made. Mm-hmm. They're actually like manufactured in a controlled facility. And that's a way that you can get a lot of the active forms of an ingredient like a methylfolate or a methylcobalamin for B12 that are otherwise found in like plant proteins. Yeah, They recreate them through kind of duplicative processes in the lab, but in a way that avoids chemicals and other negative aspects. And we we are a fan because it gives you the active form and reduces contamination. But a lot of people do think, oh, I want a food source vitamin. It's really interesting. But in order to meet label claim for food sourced vitamins, it's really tricky to make sure you have that exact amount of B12 or vitamin right. D that you have to put on the label. So a lot of companies actually sprout the plants in a water of synthetic vitamins, a lot of it being folic acid and cyanocobalamin and a lot of these other nutrients that you want to avoid in other cases, but they call it as a food source form of folate or a food source form of B12, but it actually isn't that case. It ultimately ends up in the food, but it's because they just fed the plants these yucky synthetic vitamins. And I think the more that we've dug in, because we do want to increasingly have you know, good from the land sourced products. And you really have to do your diligence as a consumer to make sure what people are putting on the label is actually what it actually is. That is so interesting. A lot of it is just a marketing thing. Totally. And in some cases, it's not, it's not all bad. But I think the worry is just there's too many companies saying that they're science-backed, they have novel mm. products. And don't probably have the the team or the resources to right. really check and dig into what they're actually putting out in the world. I also think in the flavor systems, we did an episode really recently on this. When I was doing my research on it, it, it ultimately seemed like you can say it's a natural flavor as long as it's 80% natural. So what's that other 20%? Well, we, we're not really sure. And I think ultimately for me, it became this thing of like, well is this adding to my life? You know, like I love Ultima and it has that natural flavor. And it also has the type of natural flavor where you're like, this isn't natural. So I was curious how you felt in terms of where you kind of draw the line on that. And in terms of natural flavors, are you able to find a product that is fine enough? Totally. I had a nutrition professor in school that 
always talked about like any food, any ingredient isn't good or bad. It's good or bad relative to the alternative. Right. What is it better or worse than? Right. And I think that's an important message to keep yeah. in mind of like, we need to live life. We need to not stress about these things. And if, you know, there's, you know, something that whether it's your, I don't know the Ultima label close enough, but if that's the thing that just makes you happy, it right. otherwise keeps you hydrated, you get your electrolytes, like a little bit of a flavoring, yucky flavoring system, like kind of in some ways, it's not gonna rock your boat. I so, agree so much of that is balanced, but it's just in a lot of ways, I think comes back to informed consent. Yeah. That is missing for so many consumers in our population. And I think that's what we're really advocating for is that you have the information such that you can make the risk benefit adjusted decision for yourself. I love that so much. I think it's so important. I think these conversations like this are so important because yes, I do think that we all make those calculated risks. We had Dr. Sterling on. I don't know if you're familiar. She's amazing. And we were talking about that exact thing because everyone comes to me and, you know, about the deli meat and the sushi and whatever. And I think the reality is that, again, you have to decide what are the things, what's good for you might be not good for me and vice versa. And I think also, like, if you're the person who's going to sit up at night, like when you wake up from reflux in the middle of the night at 3 a.m., if you're going to spiral about that, it's probably not worth it to you. But if that's <laughs> the thing for your mental health that, you know, you've thought about it and talked about it with your doctor and you're informed, then I think that then that gives us, it makes us feel empowered because we get to decide as mothers, as people, like what's good for us. But I think you bring up another really important point about informed consent. And I know, you know, the thing about you and your products is in terms of like purity and testing. And these are the things that consumers may not really think about. And you're not really like when we're looking at labels, like you can't tell the types of, you know, how rigorous people have gone. Like you're seeing the label, you're seeing the branding. And by the way, that stuff does matter and it's nice and all of that. But I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about like purity testing and testing in general, what kind of that process is, how you think about it and what we should be asking from our products. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's you know, something that we talk about a lot because we overly test and then we're I like, I know you do. And I'm oh my so God, glad. we keep, you know, with it, you keep finding right, things. Right, right, right. And then, <laughs> you know, in some ways, it's just like it comes back to just that like personal question of just like, hey, like, do we as a team, are we willing to take this? And like, is there a solve for it such that like, is it better than the alternatives? Yeah. Can we sign off on it? Are we comfortable giving it to our 16 month old day in, day out? Yeah. So that's a lot of what we end up doing and using testing to both confirm that everything is in the products the way that we want and then hopefully in time continue to press our manufacturers and suppliers to make things even better as we want with each year our products to be even better than they were the year before. But we do every batch quite comprehensive testing from pesticides and other residual solvents to confirming that you know, if you're claiming a certain amount of vitamin C on the label, that that amount is actually there and it's going to be there through the shelf life of the product to heavy metals to gluten testing. There's about seven categories of different things that we test for on a rotation and depending on the product. For some products, maybe we do gluten-free testing once a year because yeah. our collagen isn't really right. at risk. It's just a check the box to make sure there isn't any cross-contamination sure. where another product like our stress support, yeah. we have oat straw in it. 
oat straw is often very heavily kind of cross-contaminated with gluten because of just the oat supply chain. So that is something that we test the oat straw on the ingredient level with every incoming batch. Wow. So it really, it really does ultimately vary. And again, testing matters. I think I tell friends, I tell, we tell our consumers, like, if you're curious, email the company and like have their yeah. customer service respond. We're yeah. constantly sharing C of A's and testing results and have a team of kind of some trained nutritionists actually on our customer yeah. service team to answer what questions we can. Effectively, all of the supplements industry is so-called, in quotes, regulated. There's yeah. effectively good manufacturing processes or guidelines okay. that you're supposed to be following. Okay. But we're not technically, you don't have any pre-market regulation. So nothing is approved before going to market and the process for actually, you know, checking up on that companies are actually doing the basics wow. of what they say they're doing, the enforcement of that is like pretty minimal. And in California, there is Prop 65 regulations here. So companies are increasingly testing for heavy metals as well because yeah. there have been more class action lawsuits of folks that aren't properly claiming heavy metals. So if you're, you have to you, you all probably see those props. Yeah, but why warnings. are they on everything? We explain that a little bit because it is on it is on, it's on everything. everything. And that that ultimately goes back to just like our environment is contaminated. Like it honestly, a Prop 65 warning, sadly, but probably should be on like every piece of produce at the farmer's right. market. The benefit in some ways it's helpful and like we pay very close attention to those heavy metal threshold. Yeah. So basically, if you're above a certain limit for a whole host of different heavy metals, you have to say, hey, there's a risk for cancer and other issues. And we are proud that we haven't yet had a Prop 65 violation Amazing. and we test every single batch that goes out. So it's good to that regard. Yeah. But then the sad part is our environment is so contaminated with these metals that like you really can't avoid it. And that's ultimately, I think, what got, I think we've talked about this before, me interested in the supplement space to begin with of my background's in environmental science. I would love a world where we aren't taking any supplements, like hate all the, you know, plastic bottles and other things that we're going through. But the reality is with the amount of environmental kind of toxicity, pollution, and the amount of just stress yeah. we're all under and how depleted our food system is, even if you are shopping at the farmer's market or high quality foods like you and I do for the most part, our nutritional needs are just so much higher than they used to be. And then before you even add on restricted diets and a right. whole host of other things that for many women, especially, they're just not getting enough nutrients due to calorie or food type restriction, but supplements we feel very confidently for everyone can can benefit from yeah. their baseline needs, even though we kind of focus on the highest need population, which would be the kind of like the perinatal consumer. The thing I love about it is you do have such this rich background in environmental science. And I know that that, that was really the impetus, feeling like our food system wasn't enough in terms, like we did, supplementation was needed. That was your whole you know, mission statement. I think the thing that I really appreciate is that there is that, but then it also doesn't feel fear-based. It's like, here's this beautiful product. We handled it with such care. We like, obviously the supplement industry is the wild, wild west, but it doesn't have to be. And we're testing and we're making sure it's great. And it's the things we would give to ourselves and our best friends. And, 
you know, our kids eventually and all of those things. I think that at the end of the day, like we do all live in this world. There is a lot going on. And yet like there are things that we can do to take really good care of ourselves and like live our best lives. That's so core. And I, I think what I believe fundamentally and a lot of it is looped into the reason why needed exists is just like, I believe we as humans, we as moms can make massive change in the world, but you're more able to make that change if you take care of yourself. And I think that's mm-hmm. so much of like sharing your message around how can you really take care of yourself is so important that you then have the energy yeah. to go like tackle other problems. And I think, yeah, the supplementation, I think for me and for a lot of others gives me that extra set of energy, capability, focus to be able to go do other things. I love that. And I think for me, because I've known you for a while and heard you talk about these things, but if I were listening to this, I would just really appreciate like, you know, at the end of the day, again, you can make your own decision about what's worth it and what's not in terms of cost and all of these things. But I do think it's helpful knowing these things and just being kind of more vigilant about like what questions we want to ask and where stuff is coming from, knowing that like, you know, a lot of this is like people aren't being checked up on. Yeah. So much of it comes from ultimately consumers demanding more of the companies that they buy from. And if you ask questions, they're going to have to answer. And if they lose sales, like that's the biggest way that companies are going to make change. So Mm -hmm. that's where I do really view the consumer education aspect being so important. I love that as the takeaway, like, let's all ask more questions and ask more of these products that we're putting in our bodies and our kids' bodies and all of that. I think that's really empowering because now with like, especially Instagram and all these things, like you could literally DM them and ask them. Yeah, please. Like DM us. We'll respond. (laughs) You sure will. I think you're amazing. I think your products are amazing. I've been involved for a long time just with you guys. And I think that in terms of a prenatal, this is kind of pretty much the best product that I've come around. If anyone asked me, that's the one I tell them to get. So I think that you're fantastic. I will put the needed stuff in the episode description. Where can we find you? At needed is probably the best place or this is needed.com. I am on Instagram, (laughs) Ryri Woodbury. I'm kind of terrible at Instagram. But that's why we love you. (laughs) That's why I love you because you're not, this isn't about that for you. It really is about the product. And I think you've done an amazing job and you did work on it for a really, really, really long time. And I think you got it really right. So well, congratulations. Thank you. And yeah, grateful. And Shira was part of doing some early research for us and I how know. do we get the formula right? So we're we're grateful that you've been around for the journey for a long time. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts. Hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily Today's episode is brought to us by Seed. I'm a big, big fan. We've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. We've also talked about habit stacking. It's this idea that you can build a major habit by thinking small enough to get started. And just think of this, like keeping a glass of water and your DSO-1 daily symbiotic on your bedside table so that you remember to take that symbiotic first thing in the morning every day. It is as simple as those little things that we do to set ourselves up to make decisions that we want to do anyways. One of the ways that I habit stack is that when I'm making my son Oliver's breakfast and my cutting boards are already dirty and my kitchen is already 
kind of a mess. I will also try and cut and wash some things that I can use for later. So I'm doing one thing that ultimately helps out a couple other things down the line. One of the really easy ways that I make sure that I take my probiotic every single day is that skincare and especially my nighttime routine is a non-negotiable for me. So I know that no matter what, I'm going to do the full skincare. I'm going to put on my moisturizer. So I decided to keep seed in my medicine cabinet right next to the moisturizer so that after I put on everything and I'm all glazed up, I take my probiotic. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. And in terms of skin health, it has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin access. Start with a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. 